At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year. 24 7 streaming, daily best bet emails, our tournament betting guide, advice, data, strategy, $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, we're here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Sign up today, get the betting guide, plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash madness. Well, good night last night in the NBA. Entertaining night. And I say that because of the John Morant special that he put on. Uh, Favorites did go 7-0 in the association. Man, we've had nights like that. Now, going back to your right, to the NFL playoffs, where we'd have like an 8-1 night or a 7-0 like last night. It's happened plenty of times. Um... But he was so good. He had 52. He's down to 8-1 to one here at Circa to win the MVP. I think rightfully so. We talked a lot about the MVP yesterday. DeRozan did not have a good night last night. Yeah. Um, how many Neither guys did. do you think can actually win the award? Neither did the Bulls. No, M- they did not. MB, Joker, DeRozan, Ja. I'm missing anybody? Maybe Giannis? No. Oh, he can. So. I don't know if no. he's going well, to. Well, that, that goes yeah. back to your, your uh, seating discussion you brought up yesterday. Which at least Joker, they have their two best players have been out. I mean, excuse me, their two supporting cast. He's the best player, but no Murray, no Porter. Right. But that incredible job by Ja going for fifty. Oh, that dunk, the dunk, and then the the shot right at halftime. Yes, that crowd was absolute, and they have been all all year long. They Mm -hmm. love this team to death, and it's fun to see the crowd was going nuts last night. Yep, was awesome. Some good numbers from Joe Osborne. uh, First quarter, first half, Denver. On a 7-1 ATS run in the first quarter. First half, Memphis is on now a 9-1 ATS run. First half, crushing people. Miami's played a 9-1 overrun in the first half. With some num- num- tidbits there and some, some juicy numbers. We were on the Grizzlies uh, before the Super Bowl, pointing this out, yep. how they were crushing teams. And also something to watch. And I think the Spurs were the perfect team for him last night. But that first quarter total was 61. That went flying over. They combined, I think, for 70-plus last night in the first quarter. The Spurs play, they out of the gates, the Spurs and the Grizzlies playing a lot of high-scoring first quarters against whoever. And last night is set up to be a good combination on that. But the total, again, was like 61. Didn't matter last night. Spurs overall in the first quarter are 39-21-1 ATS. So 18 games over mm-hmm. 500 ATS this point of the year. Very good. But the Grizzlies, like you said, now overall 36-25-1 and 
in the first quarter. The Cavaliers are a very good first quarter team. So are the Bucks. So are the Timberwolves. Uh, bad first quarter teams. The Bulls. Again, they've been a very good fourth quarter team, partially because of uh, DeMar DeRozan. But the Bulls, Kings, Thunder, Wizards, Jazz, your worst first quarter teams. Well, I was, I mean, the, the Suns got up on the Jazz big time early in that game on Sunday, and then Jazz just couldn't miss. That was a great performance by it that was. team. Yes. I still don't know how far they can go in the Western yeah. Conference. I want to say they can make a really deep run. Last year was bad. Yeah. That was a choke job. Mm-hmm. You're up 20 against the Clippers. No, Kawhi can't lose that game. Can't yep. lose that series. Yep. The Lakers, by the way, in terms of totals, they are 36-22-2 to the under in the first quarter. Portland and Minnesota, the two other teams behind behind them as the you know best yeah. teams in the league. First half, like you said, Grizzlies are the best. Cavaliers are very good. Pacers are 34, 25, and 3. And at the very bottom, Washington is 20, 37, and 3 ATS in the first half. And the Lakers are number two, worst, 23, 35, and 2 ATS in the first half. Yuck. Yes. Something to track. Yeah. Good stuff. Pacers are great to the over. Yeah. They're 40 and 22 to the over in the first half this year. First half. First half. Okay. Over 18 Good. games over 500. Okay. First half unders the Pelicans, 38 and 23. Well, we'll see what the Lakers are made of tonight, you would think, right? Uh, <laughs> you get run out at home by the Pelicans. Let me ask you this. Did you see their Twitter feed? They put in their uh, their, pro- their profile, uh, we beat the Lakers by 28 on the road. Oh. I mean, this is... Uh, what, what do you think this number was or would have been before the Lakers lost on Sunday night? Because they were, what, yeah. two and a half in that game against the Pelicans? Yeah, now they're catching five and a half against the Mavs. Yeah, and by My the way, that, that number has moved significantly because it was four on the overnight. God. It says now DeAndre Jordan's gone. It's, they said enough of that after his passing to the eighth row. But this is, I mean, six games under 500, a brutal schedule the rest of the way. Oh, mama. I don't know how many points we're going to get in this game tonight. We know how good the yeah, uh, yeah, Mavericks yeah. are defensively. And like I just ran down, the Lakers... Let me give you the offensive uh, games for the Lakers here going back. Their points. 95, 102, 106. They had a 115 in there. A 105, a 116, a 122, a 110, and a 99. So they can, and D- Dallas is one of the best defensive teams in the yeah. entire league. Well, who, who, where's the help for LeBron? Well, who I, else is going to score? I mean, unless Melo has a fluke game and is knocking down threes. A monk, occasionally, Monk can go off. Uh-huh. But it's just... Because it's a disaster. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, Maybe this, a team total under tonight for the Lakers. They, they were uh, William Hill on vacation put up plus 175 for them to make the playoffs. Make the playoffs. Then it disappeared. And then the Westgate opened $1.10, and then it was the no was bet up. They bet the no. And then yes, I think got to 135, plus 135 on the no. Well, so LeBron, again, LeBron James going to miss the playoffs again? So that's not the play-in game again. No, they, that's they, the, no. They have to get out of it. They have to make the playoffs. So it's they're not, they're not looking play. at the nine seed right now. Yeah. And they're which and I I, I, oh, I said I, I said for weeks ah they'll beat the I don't, I don't think they're going to beat the Timberwolves. I don't think so either. Timberwolves are better. And then you might Paul George will be back for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And they just lost to the Clippers at home without George. Yeah, and they're three and a half. By the way, three and a half games back of the Clippers now for the eight seed. They're not catching them. 
And look who the number 10 team right now, New Orleans. Well, yeah. they just went there and won by 30. Yes. Yep. Uh, how would you look at his side note here? How would you look at his, what, four-year stint in Los Angeles now if they miss the playoffs? So I heard people wow, yesterday. It's, well, it's, it's interesting because, right, you'd have two missed. Yeah, you missed the playoffs twice, but you also won the ring. But then it was in the bubble. But he could also point and say, well, I haven't had Anthony Davis. The first year was yeah, he got hurt. Uh, I was surprised how bad they were. And then they win the title. And then who knows what happens last year? I mean, they were up 2-1 on the Suns, and then yeah. Davis gets hurt. So. Now, I, I will never put an asterisk next to anything like that. I think that's nonsense. But when you go back and look at the year they won it in the bubble, first of all, the bubble had to take place. They were extremely fortunate not to get the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Clippers they completely choked. choked that series away. Yep. Yep. They also never got yep. the Bucks in the NBA Finals. Because yep. the, the Bucks, Bucks also were, got, right. they were run out by the, the Heat, the heat. Yep. that year. Uh-huh. What do you think of the Celtics tonight? Atlantis won 12 of 18. Atlanta's the 10 seed, a major disappointment. Big disappointment. Uh, and Boston's won 11 of 13. And they're off a horrible performance against the Pacers. Uh-huh. So I think we get a uh, big effort out of the Celtics. Title. You're paying a price. Look at that. Laying six and a half. Yeah, I, I can't get there with that number. Right. And Atlanta can't guard you. But high total, considering it's a Celtic game. It is. And how, how great they've been defensively since uh, January 1st. Yeah, number one team in the league. Uh-huh. Average, average margin of victory in February for the Celtics, 20 points per game. They won five times without trailing. No, that's impressive. I don't last, care who you're playing. Yeah, the last 14 wins have been by six or more for Boston. So I think they get, they're get they ticked off tonight after what happened against the Pacers. We mentioned this kooky uh, Nets-Raptors thing. Now they're playing in Canada, and uh, Toronto opened eight. Yeah, well, it's up to eight and a half and nine now. <laughs> that was disgusting. Last night, Nets get embarrassed and allow 133 points with no OG and no Van Vliet. Mamma mia. That was pathetic. Uh-huh. Uh, hockey's getting good, too. Well, hold on. I would say this. Okay. A um, couple of other games here real quick. The Wizards are laying three and a half against the Pistons. Pistons are actually playing a little bit yeah. better right now. Had a nice win on Sunday over the Hornets. I think that number might be a little bit too much for Washington. And the other, the big game tonight is that game, right? Golden State at Minnesota. Yeah. And the Warriors are laying one that totals 231 and a half. It's a back-to-back like now for war- Minnesota. I would take the Warriors. Yeah. Yes. Back-to-back, small travel with Minnesota. And the Warriors just spit up a 19-point lead in the fourth quarter at home mm-hmm. on, on, on uh, national TV. Yes. And I'll tell you, the, the Knights better get going here. Knights have a big home game tonight against the Sharks. I like the goal in the first 10 minutes. Knights home game. But now, I mean, this you can't be losing five or six this time of year in hockey. I mean, this the wild card. Forget about the wild card. Missing the playoffs is in play now. Yeah, Edmonton's right behind them. They, the Kings passed them. What was that last night? 7 nothing. 7 nothing loss, yeah. The Kings have passed Vegas, and Edmonton's only one point back of Vegas now. And they both played 53 games. Stone's hurt. Leonard's been hurt. They played well against Colorado, but blew a third-period lead. They have lost five of six. The win was against San Jose on the road, and that's who they host tonight. Oh, boy. And, Paulie, they're laying 230 in this game? Yeah. Too much? I, there's no chance I could lay 230 in anything with the Golden Knights right now. Uh-huh. And do you want to continue to back Calgary? They play the Wild on the road. What a run this has been for Calgary. Ooh. They are I, I, it's a small price tonight. Uh-huh. In fact, you might be able to catch some plus money on Calgary. Mm-hmm. And I trust this team big time right now. And so, yeah, if the number's right today after the show, if it keeps coming in on, well, if it 
if that gets a you know that plus number is high enough, I would look at Calgary in this right. game. And the Devils again play tonight, twenty four and three run goal in the first ten. They take on Columbus. Columbus number one in ROI now in hockey. As uh, did you see? We've had a couple sevens lately in hockey with well, these totals. I think we have to, mm-hmm. especially in like these Devils games are getting nuts too. Yep, Columbus had one uh, nine to ten, and then uh, lost two in a row to close the month as well. Uh, so that's uh. Good stuff going on in Toronto hockey. games need to be probably a seven pretty right, soon. Right. How about that? I bet Matthews see seven points behind. They yeah, scored five yeah. five goals there. last night. He had nothing. Um, no point. Yeah. Yeah. Big win though. Yes, yeah, nice for win. sure. Beating Washington. For sure. Yes. All right. Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. We, it's a huge card tonight in college basketball. We'll run that down, and also we have fresh numbers on outrights in conference tournaments. And again, shop around. That's the total key because some of these numbers are way different. We'll run it down for you coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Join the College Hoops action for free with the March Mania Survivor presented by KFC. Pick one teams throughout the tournament to outlast the competition and feast on your share of $30,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash KFC slash March slash Mania now to play for free for your cut of the cash. Terms and conditions apply. DraftKings.com for details. KFC. Finger licking good. Man, I love me some KFC. Yeah. Now that they're, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the a hangry sandwich for that this week for sure. I, it, it might come as early as today. There you go. Yep. Get in there. All right, college basketball tonight's card, and also some fresh conference tournament numbers to get to here in this segment. First of all, yeah, Purdue again. Da- Johnny Davis was awesome, and he's been great the entire year. And Matt Humans and I have been texting now during the show. He asked me where Wisconsin would be without this guy. Without Johnny Davis, I don't think Wisconsin is anywhere close to a tournament team this year. Anywhere close. I don't think they're a 500 team this year. He takes over ball games. Now, uh, I would say this, and I'm not a big great guard guy. The job he has done with this team has been remarkable this season. And I know people like Jeff Goodman are saying they should, based on their resume, they should be a one seed. Metrics do not like this team at all. But they open up. Catching two and a half. They're now getting three against Purdue tonight. They went to Purdue earlier this year and beat them. Yep. Lenardi has Purdue a two. He has Wisconsin a three, for what it's worth. Uh, big game tonight. That's what he has. And Matt Plus, likes him. Matt likes yep. Wisconsin in this game. He has USC a six. They are, they're at home in the showdown against Arizona. He has St. Bonnie's next four out. They're a bubblicious game against VCU catching three. He has Providence a four. 
Boise State a seven. I'll be, you, you check this out. Check out this run by Boise. They're laying double digits tonight. They're going to win. They're, they won 21 to 23 games. They're 14 and two in the Mountain West. Yeah. The, the two losses were to Colorado State and Wyoming, two tournament teams. I mean, they got off to a slow start. They've been awesome. Sure. How well they're playing. On the bracket matrix site, uh, the, the average combined seed is eight for Boise State right now. Colorado State, the average number is seven. Wow. Okay. And St. Mary's, who just knocked off Gonzaga, they're a six. Yeah. I would like to see Bennett make a run in the tournament. Guy deserves it. Uh, hell of a coach. But some of these numbers tonight, I said this earlier, I think four and a half with Arizona is too, ma- too many points. Four, four and a half is too many. You mentioned this. Villanova is now, what, lane 10 in the yes. game against Providence? About well, that. that's going to be, it, this is just one massive exhale for Providence. Won the Big East tournament. They were 33 to one to, to win this, I'm sorry, the regular season before the season started. A huge number. In fact, that's the biggest number out of any Power Six team going all the way back to 2009, which is bonkers. Uh, Kentucky's laying like 16 and a half tonight against Ole Miss. So a lot of these big teams are in action, but they're laying huge numbers. Uh, I'm intrigued by Kansas TCU on the road. TCU can be feisty, and the Jayhawks are laying five and a half. I like this Kansas team. I don't love them. So would it shock me if they made a Final Four run? Absolutely not. Would it stun me if they lost in the second round? Probably not either, okay. depending on the draw. You want to get hardcore? Atlantic Sun starts tonight. I like Florida Gulf Coast laying 10 against North Alabama. Gulf Coast has won 7 of 8, and they just played North Alabama and beat them by 30. Gulf Coast is the uh, three seed in that league. Liberty and Jacksonville State, the 1-2. Liberty's minus 125 to win it at one book. Jacksonville State is 2-1, to one, and Florida Gulf Coast is 18-1. to one. That high? That high, yep. Okay, and uh, your observation earlier is uh, spot on about shop around because the prices on these things are all over the place. Right. We mentioned these big differences with South Dakota State, one sixty, two dollars. Two. What was the highest you saw? Two eighty. I saw. Two, it's two fifty at William Hill. Two fifty. Okay. Oh my God! I'm That's looking right now. Summit. Yep. Murray State all over the place as well. There's a twenty five cent difference on Duke uh, to win the ACC. There's some. There's some big differences. Paul, I'm seeing Murray State earlier in the show was as low as minus one seventy five. Now I'm seeing as high as two sixty. Yeah. To win this bad boy, yep. Belmont's plus two twenty. Again, you're right. What's that point spread in the title game if they meet and you just wait on Belmont to bet him in that game? That's who's going to play for the for the title game in the Ohio Valley. You know what's intriguing is Arch Madness, the Missouri Valley, which gets underway Thursday. Loyola Chicago blew it. They stubbed their toe. I don't even know if they're in anymore. Lenardi's got them last four in, but they have a lot of work to do. They went from the one seed to the four seed. And they will meet Northern Iowa in the semis if form holds. They just lost to them. But Loyola Chicago is plus 160, the favorite, to win the Missouri Valley. And plus 175 at Bat Rivers. Northern Iowa is the one seed. They're five though. You can find them five to one. Drake's five wow. to one as well. Uh six to one at William Hill. That thing is wide open. Yeah, that thing is always a fun tournament anyway, yeah. to begin with. So the one seed is five to one. And yesterday, the four seed in the Mountain West Conference was like plus four twenty-five. Okay, or, or, lower. Yeah, the favorite here, three to one. Three to one. San Diego State. Yeah, they got the big one in Wyoming. I'm seeing the West Coast Conference right now. Gonzaga is uh, lane four fifty in one spot. And the team they just beat or lost to, I should say, St. Mary's, the team uh-huh. that just beat them, they're plus three twenty-five. 
The biggest favorite I, I can see uh, that I see is Vermont to win the America East plus 560. Imagine if they lose, you know, going oh, back God. to what you said yesterday. That good of a season, it, it, you know. I think it happened last year. The regular part. It does happen. Was it, was it last year? Two years? They, they lost. Mm-hmm. They got upset. I think with Hartford beat them. They were a big favorite on the home floor in the championship game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a killer. And uh, the uh, Patriot League gets underway soon. Uh, back end of the week. Colgate minus 175. Colgate. That seems low. They're two. Yeah. Okay. They're two thirty at Bet Rivers. Colgate has won sixteen of seventeen. Remember, they put a scare into Arkansas last year in the first round. They were up double digits in that game. That's right. I don't. Even, I don't think they covered. No, that, that was bizarre. They were up and they looked great. I believe it was in the first half. And then Arkansas came all. Uh, Arkansas. I think they were up fourteen, weren't they? Arkansas came all the way back. I think it was tied at halftime. Or was it Alabama? Was it? May have been. I, I think it was Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then. Uh, Craziness in the second uh, second half, but uh, that's a good outfit, and they are hot. Yeah, Navy's plus two twenty five there. Uh, second um, choice. You're right. Colgate, I'm seeing consistently minus one seventy five out here. But yeah, there's right now out here in Las Vegas. There's one book that's offering Murray State minus one seventy five, and another one is uh, they posted minus mm-hmm. two sixty. Wild, Gonzaga minus three ninety or minus four fifty. Would you lay a dollar fifteen with Gonzaga to make the Final Four? Because I'm not. Oh no, no. A dollar oh, fifteen no, to make the that's... Final Four. That is no, thank you. Yep. Not at that price. You have too many other contenders at plus money, and a lot yep. of these are at decent numbers. Like, would you rather lay a dollar fifteen with Gonzaga or take plus two forty with Duke? I take a plus two forty. Yeah. Because what what do you have? What did I write it? Okay. Yeah, Oakland. Five. How about Oakland? Where are you seeing Oakland to win the Horizon? They play tonight against IUPUI, and again, it's hilarious. They have five guys tonight. Um, let me see here. Oh, do they? Okay, I'm uh, seeing. Okay, plus five fifty. In any event, they 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 swept Cleveland State. Cleveland State is the one seed. Oakland swept them, and DraftKings has Oakland plus five fifty. That's pretty much a consensus number. Yeah, and let, let five, me five fifty. Five to one. This is interesting tonight. Let's go. To, let's go on this path again one more time. Okay. Greg Doyle, columnist in Indianapolis, he wrote a story yesterday, and the tweet says IUPUI has five players for the Horizon League basketball tournament. Not five scholarship players, not even five healthy players, just five players. And somebody quote tweeted him and said IUPUI Oakland is appointment television tomorrow night in the first round of the Horizon League. It is based on that alone. Uh, I think this makes for fascinating potential in play wagering tonight between these two teams. And again, I said this earlier. Yes, I know. The, yeah. the, the, the coach for Oakland has been there for 38. This is his 38th year. Don't you think that at some point, I mean, what if a guy gets into foul trouble? What if a guy gets hurt for IUPUI and they're playing four guys? Hell, they could be playing, th- I don't know. I'm Have just, a heart angle, huh? Right, exactly. Yes. You're, you're up by 35. Early in the second half, don't you think he's going to say, "Guys, let's let's play, let's take our foot off the gas pedal right now"? Well, I have to take the air out of the ball if I'm IUPUI. I got five guys. I can't get in foul trouble. Plus, I can't go up tempo. I got to slow it down. What do you see for a total in that game? At that, yeah, it is uh, one twenty-five and a half. Another thing, Pat Forty was making the case for Purdue Fort Wayne. They're the two seed. They've won nine in a row in the Horizon, plus five fifty. Okay. 
That could be uh, – and this all hell broke loose last year in this league. And I think we've seen this tournament usually has a lot of upsets in the horizon. Yeah, by the way, for the for the record, Oakland's lane 23. Yeah. Now, I, I bet two conference tournaments last year with some high-priced dogs, Texas 9-1, to Georgia Tech 25-1, to they both got there. And they were two of my favorite bets – I got lucky. You got a COVID. You got a cancellation. Georgia Tech advanced right away because of the COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Their opponent had COVID, so Uh they were eliminated from the tournament, Uh and they advanced. And Texas got a little fortunate as well. But I generally don't like to lay $1.25 or $1.50 in these tournaments. But this year, like you said, Duke even money in that conference with how down the ACC is. Um, Up next, it's going to be a lot of fun. Rex Walters is going to join the show. He actually calls games for Oakland on ESPN+. We'll get his take on that game tonight. Also, he coached San Francisco for nearly a decade. Can the Dons be dangerous in the West Coast Conference Tournament? Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 22 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer, made better, 21 and over only. Terms, conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Uh, Rex Walters, kind enough to join the program early here on a Tuesday, has an incredible resume, of course, played for many of you listening to the show and watching the show Recall Rex as an outstanding player for the Kansas Jayhawks uh, right around 30 years ago. Yeah, time does fly, but uh, a head coach of the college ranks and at San Francisco, played in the West Coast Conference Tournament now, and an assistant at several spots in the NBA. Rex, thanks for the time today. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You got it. You got it. So, uh, And the timing today could not be any better. We were just talking like about this Oakland-IUPUI matchup because we are a gambling network, and it is a fascinating story. Oakland is a massive favorite tonight, laying 23 points. But IUPUI, they have five players, not even five scholarship players, only five players. That's it. I was making the case that Greg Campy, 38 years now at Oakland, you know, seems like a classy guy that he'll, like I could see a scenario where he takes the foot off the gas tonight and kind of, you know, maybe plays a bunch of players and takes it easy on IUPUI at some point in the game. Can you envision that happening as well? Well, yeah, and they've been banged up, too. I know they won at IUPUI 78-45 in the past, and it was earlier in the season, but they're a little different team right now. When we talk about Oakland, they've been a little banged up. Uh, one of their starters, Trey Townsend, missed their last game against Cleveland State, which they actually won at home. You know, Jalen Moore, their starting point guard, who's one of the leading assist guys in the nation, has also been banged up. His actually shooting wrist has been banged up. So I can see him, especially because they know they need to win their next game on the road, that they'll try to be as fresh as possible coming out of that IUPUI game. And, and he's had games in the past where they've scheduled that were easy wins that he really played his best players sparingly at best. And even sat out Jamal Cannon, Jalen Moore game. Uh, against the Division Two team. So, yes, I mean, Greg's done this a long time, really smart, very good coach, and he understands what it takes because at the end of the day, as good as they are, they'll be right at 20 wins. They need to win the conference tournament to get in the NCAA tournament, and he understands that. So it's about being fresh, 
being as healthy as possible, and IUPUI will not stand much of a chance, even if he plays his backups. Yep, yep, I, I would agree with that. So, as the former coach uh, at this level at San Francisco, and you were there for a long time, the Dons they're going to run into eventually if they make it. They'll, they'll play Gonzaga in the semifinals. What kind of game do you think they can give the Zags this year in the tournament? Well, the thing about San Francisco and, and Todd's done a great job. I mean, they they defend, they rebound, and they're very very smart offensively. I mean, they, they play a, an analytical game. They want to shoot layups and threes. They want to really take their time to get those shots. They're not going to beat themselves. The problem is, is Gonzaga is so good and Gonzaga will be more rested with basically, uh, I think it's a double buy or triple buy. They mm-hmm. basically got to win in the semis and then win in the finals. San Francisco will only have to play one game and they'll get a day off in between. I believe they play Saturday. So Sunday's off because BYU is in the league. So, I mean, it could be a game. It's hard to beat a team three times. We came close a few times against Gonzaga in the tournament. We beat them three times when I was a head coach there uh, three years in a row, but they're all at home. And the Vegas crowd, well, I mean, where would you rather be, Spokane, Washington, or Las Vegas? So they're going to they're gonna come in droves to support their Zach. So it's really a home game in a lot of ways. San Francisco, and, and God bless them, you know, they would come out, but not nearly in the – we'd have one section – and it'll probably be the same this year. Although, you know, there's a lot of talk about San Francisco being an NCAA tournament team, which I think is legit. You know, they've done a phenomenal job with their scheduling. I mean, they didn't basically leave the West Coast a whole, you know, start of the season. It's really built up wins, and, and that's why they're in the situation they are. But it, that'll be a tough one against Gonzaga. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Rex Walters, our guest, former coach at San Francisco, assisting the NBA as well. How far do you think Gonzaga is going to go this year? Well, they have the capability, and it always comes down to it's not just how good they are. It also comes down to are they going to play their best game every night uh, or give the best effort they need every particular night to get to a Final Four, get to a national championship. And the draw, I think, is always so important Huge. in this thing. And yeah, in 93, we were the best team in the nation. There's no doubt in my mind. And we ran up against a UTEP team that really did a great job. They had a great game plan. Had great coaching with Don Haskins. They spread the floor on us, which was always something that smart teams did because we were a pressure team. We were going to deny one pass away, so they wanted big driving lines. Well, Gonzaga is not that type of defensive team, but uh, on any given night, they can be beaten. Like I said before, they are they're they're a dominant team, but they're eight and three in your quad one wins. So you're talking about three times they've been beaten. I thought against Duke early, they were a little bit manhandled. Uh, against a very physical Duke team. So a team like that can beat Gonzaga, uh, no question. But but they're not the dominant team, but they're definitely a team that's Final Four national championship worthy. Rex, so we are a gambling network here, and I think five years ago, uh, we probably would not even have asked you this question, but now that sports betting is legal in like up to 30-plus states at this point, can you take our audience and us kind of like behind the scenes here, pull back the curtain a little bit and explain to us what it's like, you know, because again, you coach at San Francisco for nearly a decade and you were playing in the West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas at the Orleans Arena, which by the way, it's a massive local casino here and has a huge sports book, you know, connected to it. What is that like when you're in charge of 18, 19, 20, 21 year old kids back then when like it was still like, ah, you got to be kind of quiet about sports betting, that kind of thing. Can you tell us what that was like? 
Well, we stayed at different hotels. We never stayed um, at the Orleans. We stayed at the, I want to say, shoot. I, I know we stayed at a Marriott one year. We stayed at the Palms one year. And then uh, we stayed at one other very nice hotel uh, that was on the Strip. So we kind of moved back and forth on the Strip, off the Strip. We didn't want to stay at the or- Orleans because there was just too much stuff going on there. Uh, we wanted a quieter kind of location. So uh, we stayed at the Aria one year, which was phenomenal. I love the Aria. But it, I, I never had an issue with it, to be honest with you. We had kids that were, especially my better teams, that were really driven, and they knew we needed to win a conference tournament uh, to get to the NCAA tournament. So I was never too concerned. I know that there's been issues in the past. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I know one team had an issue with solicitation uh, when we were there, which was it, it was covered up pretty well. Oh, oh. It really didn't come out. Oh, yeah. So it, it comes down to who you recruit the kind of kids that you're recruiting. And I've, I was blessed to have really good kids in our program. So there was never really, there was one or two guys I was, I was concerned about, but, but, and that was in eight years, but for the most part, I had phenomenal kids and we character was a big thing for me, like to recruit character. Uh, and, and I was a hard driving coach, especially when I was in my thirties and early forties. I mean, we, we were, there was a healthy fear at times of me. I would say I, <laughs> I think I was a little bit more laid back now, but back then as a young coach, especially at a place like San Francisco, who had, you know, they had had problems in the past with some things. I didn't want to have any of those things. So character was a big thing for me. And it still is to recruit guys that you're not going to worry about, you know, at nine, 10, 11, 12, 1 AM in the morning, they're going to be making the right decisions. Yeah. And I guess a lot of it would be, look, I mean, of the kids and plenty of them are going to be on a college basketball roster that are not even of age, like security and other people will come up to them if they if they do kind of leak down to the casino or sports book and they're going to be like, wait a second, how old are you? You can't be down here, correct? Yeah, I would think so. But, yeah. but here's the thing. I think it's probably more difficult now because you've got the whole instant transfer thing. Guys are looking to move on. Mm. They're not necessarily as bought in now. They know that they'll have second chances and second opportunities and may already be thinking about leaving anyways. So you're constantly battling those things with players. And, and these guys, I mean, some of these guys, they got full beards. I mean, they look like grown men. Mm-hmm. So I could see it being a little bit more of a problem uh, for certain teams. But again, it, it's going to come down to who you recruit, you know, what your leadership looks like. And, and, and sometimes you can do all the right things and still a kid's going to make a mistake. And that's why they're kids. But yeah, you would think security would be pretty good, but, there's going to be a lot of people, and, and you know alumni and, and some people, they want to hang out with the player. They're not going to turn them in. They're going to cover for them, uh, and it's really only hurting the team and hurting the program. Great answers. Uh, Rex, it went by so fast. Is it possible that you can hang out for one more segment with us? Oh, yeah, no problem. Very cool. Thank you for that. Rex Walters, our guest. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Um, if you're watching the show, you can see his whole resume. I mean, it is lengthy. He's been all over the place. We just talked to him about the head coaching spot at San Francisco and what that was like, um, an assistant at several other spots. I want to ask him about Eric Musselman in Arkansas this year. He was with them in Nevada. I think Musselman is excellent. I think this year's Arkansas team is very good. And he was recently with the Pelicans, so he had a chance to coach and be next to Zion Williamson. What's going to happen to that kid uh, in the near future as we continue here with Rex Walters and Follow the Money? It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide. Advice, data, strategy, only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, we're going to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Sign up today. Get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash madness. We continue now. Rex Walters, our guest here on Follow the Money. Talked to him for the last 10 minutes. Uh, great stuff from Rex. Again, his resume is awesome. 16th overall pick in 1993 out of Kansas. Those Jayhawk teams were loaded. Coach at San Francisco. Um, other spots in college basketball as well. You were also an assistant with Eric Musselman up in Nevada a couple of years ago. And you know, I've watched Arkansas now play Rex uh, quite a few times this year, including over the weekend against Kentucky. They were awesome out of the gates. Turned into a great game. I think Muss is uh, the man. Uh, what do you think of him overall as a head coach in this Arkansas team this year? Well, he's done amazing things at, at two different places, and he's done it really two different ways. He does have some transfers at Arkansas, but he has done it with more traditional recruiting of high school guys, like high-level players in the state, around the state of Arkansas, to be 23-6 and six right now. They had a rough patch, and they're not a great shooting team. But the thing about Musk that, that's really – interesting is he gets guys to play so competitively so tough physical and they find ways to win that win against Kentucky was was huge for that program um, that that was been down you know a little bit before he got there what he did at Nevada was phenomenal when you talk about the Martin twins and, and having really a top 10 program in the nation you can see that that like as I watch games now how quickly it faded no offense to Steve Alford like it's just that Eric Musselman had that thing at such a high, high level with NBA players. Like the Martin twins have proven themselves to truly be NBA players and really rotational guys that a really good player in Jordan Caroline. Trey Sean Thurman is playing in the G league. Trey Porter was a six foot 11, really athletic, you know, overseas pro. I mean, Jordan Brown was a McDonald's all American and he had a tough time getting on the floor. So He's done it. Uh, it's amazing to me, like what the, the magic he's able to capture in a team. I don't know how you manifest that, but he's got it. And wherever he goes, they've had great success really quickly. In the association, uh, the players make more than the coaches. Uh, I'm sure that has to be difficult, and, and the players run the league. But what, what are some of the biggest differences or things that uh, are the most difficult that from college? 
to, to pro the major differences? I think the one thing is now you, you for an NBA team, you've got to have great unity in terms of not just your ownership, but with your front office and your, your coaching staff. And then your team, you've got to have a vision of where you really want to go. If you look at the great organizations, like, Obviously, I'm going to talk about the Miami Heat. I played for the Miami Heat. I, I understand what Pat Riley is all about. Mm-hmm. It goes from the very top. The owner is in lockstep, hip to hip with Pat Riley. Pat Riley is lockstep with the front office. The front office is right there with the coaching staff, and it permeates down to the players where they all have a common vision of where you want to go. And the good organizations do that. There are other organizations that just accumulate talent, and if they get enough talent, they're going to win. But it's not sustainable because players obviously get older, uh, they break down, they get injured. So I think Golden State has that. I think that when they brought in Steve Kerr, they had great unity in terms of where they wanted to go, even though they had some tough seasons when they had all of their best players missing and the loss of Kevin Durant. You can see still now that they have a great vision of where they want to go as an organization and developing young talent to bring in the fold as Steph Curry gets older Clay Thompson gets older, Draymond Green. They, they want to continue to build that foundation, but no one's better in my mind right now than the Miami Heat. San Antonio would be a tough second, but mm. you have to have that to have sustainable success in the NBA because it's so hard because the players and the teams are so good that that gives you the best chance of having success every single year. Interesting. Do, do you, is everyone on the same page in New Orleans? The Zion story is fascinating. He's, he's in Portland. Uh, they recently talked to McCall. He says, I haven't even talked to the guy before. Uh, uh, you have to talk to him on the phone yet, uh, how that'll work out and play out in New Orleans. Yeah, that's an interesting one. You know, they've, they've lost players in the past. You talk about Anthony Davis, Chris Paul, you know, Drew Holiday wanted to trade last year, got it, went to Milwaukee, won a championship. I do like their roster. I think Griffin has done a good job in terms of now you've got C.J. McCollum, you've got Devontae. Uh, Graham, you've got Jonas Valanciunas, Brandon Ingram is a potential all-star every single year. And if they had Zion in the fold, again, you have a talented starting lineup with some pretty good young talent as well there. But yes, they've had those issues in the past where people, it's a smaller market, right? It's a smaller market. And you've got to convince players every single day that this is where they want to be. And they've unfortunately lost great, great talent. So, yeah, that would be something they need to answer. Uh, David Griffith's only been there. I think this is his fourth year, but they are on their third coach uh, in three years. Those are things that that cause concern with players, right, and makes you wonder where where the path is that they're trying to blaze in the NBA to truly be a championship contender, a playoff contender, a winning organization. Those are questions they're going to have to answer. So we're obviously not there. We don't cover the team. But based on what some people in that area have you know, speculated and they've reported, the weight for Zion is and has been a major issue. Is that something that you noticed as well when you were there coaching him? No, and he, he was phenomenal for us. Like Training camp did not miss a day. Uh, it was the COVID year, so we couldn't practice as much. But his weight was good. It, it probably went up a little bit over the course of the season. But. I mean, that's because we weren't practicing. It was just basically trying to get the games, get the games, get the games. Mm -hmm. And so he was getting his cardio only in games. But, no, he was phenomenal for us. And and you've heard a lot of things. You know, J.J. Redick was very critical of him, calling him a detached teammate. I I took a little bit of issue with that because J.J. had asked for a trade before the season had started. Uh (laughs) 
we knew he wanted to trade. So I, I was like, well, how attached were you to the team? And he was professional. Don't get me wrong, but that didn't make a lot of sense for me for JJ to be calling out a teammate when he himself did not want to be there. And he also knew Drew Holiday didn't want to be there. And now Zion's basically exercising his power, right, to try to get out of there as well. So, um, it, you know, Zion was phenomenal. It, it, has he made mistakes? No question. Like, you know, I wasn't a big text guy. When a guy got traded, I wasn't Zion Williamson. I wasn't a face of an organization. But he could have handled those things better. I think this is a learning process. Remember, this is a young man that's under 21 trying to figure out his way trying to figure out how to manage his body and manage his career to be the best player he can be uh, and to have a chance to be a top 10 player in this league. Hey, Rex, we have like two minutes left. I wanted to ask you who you think is coming out of the Eastern Conference in the NBA. You coached Tobias Harris in Detroit a handful of years ago. Now he's like the third or fourth option on this Philadelphia team. They bring in Harden. Maxie's playing great. Embiid might be the MVP. Are they the best, all things considered here, do you think they're the best team in the Eastern Conference? Well, I think if Brooklyn is right, I think Brooklyn and Milwaukee are still the teams to beat. I like Philadelphia. I think that they've definitely made some improvements. There's going to be an adjustment here. Right now, they're in the honeymoon stage, okay? But, you know, Tobias Harris goes from being a second or third option to now being the fourth. You can see in the last two games, his performance hasn't been as well. That's going to impact a lot of different things in the locker room, in timeouts as they step on the floor. I think if Brooklyn is right with Kevin Durant, um, ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving, because the mandate, if it does come down completely, they have the most talent. I think that you have Milwaukee and they have championship DNA. They know how to manage it now. They know how to get there. Uh, and Giannis is have playing at an MVP level. So those are definitely the top three. If I had to, if a bullet was to my head and I knew Brooklyn was healthy and going to be on the floor, I would still probably say Brooklyn but I think Milwaukee would actually be my number two. Okay, very good. You can follow Rex on Twitter. He is at Coach Rex Walters. And I think, believe it or not, I think a lot of us out here in Las Vegas and beyond, from a gambling perspective, we're going to be watching the IUPUI Oakland game tonight. You're going to be on the call. Have a great broadcast tonight, Rex, and thanks so much for the time. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Yep, you too. You too. Excellent. Uh, he was awesome. Yes. What a resume. Look at that eclectic. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah. Top 20 pick, head coach, college, NBA assistant. Well, how about the uh, uh, that is something. The timing, as he's calling that game tonight. Yes, I know. A team that has tonight? five players, that's it. Yes. And some of, yeah. the, some of the stuff that we don't generally have, like, coaches on. It's a gambling network. But some of the stuff that he actually talked about, coaching, like, teenage kids at the West Coast Conference Tournament here in Las Vegas, I thought it was fascinating. That was an excellent point about how guys are – not all in to begin with because they can know we can I'm just pick up and leave with sure. the transfer portal. That's right. Yeah. Someone will snatch me up, no problem. Uh huh. That's got to be difficult. It, it, he's right, though. It comes down to the play. And how about that? Never The news never got out. But one player got busted out here. Yeah. Woman of the night. Yeah. 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 Trick roll. Could have been is a it, trick roll. Is that what it's called, Paul? I, I don't, I'm unfamiliar with this terminology. <laughs> They got Anthony Curtis the one night. Remember, he talked about it. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. More NBA coming up next as uh, the great David Thorpe is going to join the program. We'll ask the coach um, a lot going on in this league. What happens to the Lakers next year? Can Denver make a deep run when they get everybody back? 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.